This episode of Experiences You Should Have is brought to you by Soul Blends, handcrafted in Oregon from botanicals to bottle, multiple healing balms, salves, and moisturizing products to bring life to your skin. Check out Soul Blends and use the code EYSH to receive 10% off your order. Because the entrance and the exits of Dreamgate, whenever we still have the lights, are just like hypnotizing. Hypnotizing. You just, you hover diver's nose and you can spend like seven minutes, eight minutes just looking at the exit. And you don't want to exit. That's it. (laughs) Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, and today we are diving in one of my favorite places. We are going to the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. This episode is all about diving the cenotes. Now for you non-divers out there, there are plenty of cenotes for you to snorkel and we do talk about that as well. So continue to listen on. And I got to experience uh, this incredible trip to Mexico. Maybe this was about... I don't know, five-ish years ago. So it's been a while. The cenotes are calling my name. And and I went with a group of friends. It was the first time I left my daughter after she was born. Um, right after I weaned her, I, I went on this trip for a week. And it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. And I don't know. Is there something about just taking a break from regular life and experiencing something otherworldly that can, I don't know, it can show you a new experience. It can help you reset, gain new perspective, and help you be a better person even when you come back to that real life. Or you can do what Aiden Dink did and you could just day and enjoy these cenotes all the time. So I've only been there a a few times. However, Aiden is also known as the cenote guy. And he came on the podcast to talk about this amazing experience of diving the cenotes. I mean, just imagine year round 75 degree water beautiful light rays coming into these incredible caverns, the darkness mixed with the light rays and stalactites, stalagmites, your flashlight turning on and exploring a whole new world underground. It is stunning. This is absolutely a stunning experience. I am just so excited to have Aiden here on this show today. Now, Aiden, he was born in Turkey, but he was raised in Paris, France, and he was an industrial engineer. Um, he was working in Paris, but then he discovered 
diving the cenotes and it changed him. And now he is the cenote guy. This is who you want to book to take you on a private diving experience in the Yucatan Peninsula. He's a paddy dive instructor. He's a full cave diver. Now, most divers who come to the cenotes, they're not diving the cave system. They're essentially doing cavern diving. And Aiden does talk about that. So it's it's very different from being just full on doing cave dives. You are doing cavern diving. And it is still, it's just a stunning, stunning experience. Uh, I'll make sure to include a video on the show notes as well as everything we talked about today and more on experiences you should have.com. Uh, me and a girlfriend, Sarah, even put on mermaid tails and we finished underwater in one of the cenotes. Um, and that's when we end up doing a whale shark trip right after the Isla Mujeres and got to free dive with the whale sharks as mermaids. But that is a different experience. Just just wait for that one. But today we're going underground with the cenote guy. And please check out his website. Book him. His site is thecenoteguy.com. All right, write that down, thecenoteguy.com. Let's get on to the interview. Well, welcome, Aiden, to Experiences You Should Have podcast. It's so exciting to have you here today. Thank you very much. I'm excited too, really excited. I think this is one of my top favorite experiences in the world, diving the cenotes. It is such an awe-inspiring experience. And I only spent a few days there, and, and you've been diving the cenotes for a long time. Um, can you tell our listeners um, a little bit more about the experience of diving the cenotes as well as your experience? Mm -hmm. Of course. Let me, if you if you want, I can explain how I got stuck and how I got the bug with the cenotes. I came here in 2016, the first time in my life in Mexico. And I was not a professional diver. I was just here for vacation. And uh, I was not even knowing about the cenotes. Cenotes was something very, very new for me. And then we decided to dive with a couple of friends. And then after having done like six dives, I've noticed that I was at the wrong place at the wrong moment. And being in Paris was nonsense for me. I decided during the six dives that um, I, I was not at my place. Mm -hmm. The six dives for me have been very, very amazing, very, very uh, surprising. And uh, I was 38 back in time. And I've experienced things that I've never felt, that I've never even think about like the, the feeling of flying, the feeling of uh, discovering new things. And that was completely, completely something new for me. When I got back to Paris, I remember after my early days, after my vacation, I, I was not the same anymore. I was not thinking the same way. I was not behaving the same way. I was not working the same way. I was not able to get focused on my job and anything. And I was dreaming and dreaming and thinking about the synopsis. 
So it has been something very, very impacting for me. And today, uh, I'm in Riviera Maya in Playa del Carmen to share with people that we meet the impact, the same experience that I had in the past. Try to make them understand what make what made change my life forever. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it has been a life-changing uh, thing in my life and uh, never had the regret of uh, quitting everything in Paris. Back home, I call it home. I, I used to work as an engineer. I used to work in my own company with my brother, a family company. I used to do well. But doing the synthesis has been something very, very exciting for me and a, a, a no return point in my life. Mm. So let's describe the experience for our listeners. So first explain what is a cenote to our listeners? What is a cenote? Mm-hmm. Let's say that the cenote is a kind of natural pool that we have in the middle of the jungle, of the Yucatan jungle. Uh, we have, we have small cenotes, we have big cenotes, and we know that we have for about 8,000, 9,000 cenotes in the, the famous Yucatan Peninsula, okay? Let's get back to the description. Let's say that it's a natural pool that is filled with the fresh water of the rain, and you can get in a cenote and get out from another one, meaning that the cenotes are connected to each other. It's uh, seen from outside, so that kind of ponds, it's a kind of small, tiny river. It's a crack where you have water inside of it, and you can get in. The, the water is crystal clear, it's fresh water from the rain. And another description more technical, this tiny hole, this tiny pool is giving you the access to what we call the aquifer. The aquifer is the underground layer of water that we have all over Yucatan. Let's say that 80% of the Yucatan Peninsula, I don't know if you can see it on the map, under the ground we have like 80% of it that is filled with these passages with this aquifer. Okay, so the synapses are giving you the access to this uh, layer of crystal clear water. Um, whenever we have a bunch of synotes connected to each other, let's say 5, 10, 11 synotes that are connected to each other, we call it a system. Okay, so we have the synotes and the systems. And um, we don't know exactly how many systems we have, but we know that the systems as well are connected with the ocean. It means that after a certain depth, when you dive in the synotes, you can reach the water of the Caribbean, what makes it even more interesting because you have what we call the alkaline. And thousand and thousand divers are coming every year just to experience this phenomenon, physical phenomenon, in which you're in the freshwater, and then all of a sudden, after a certain depth, you find yourself in the salty water of the Caribbean. It's a, uh, it's amazing. It's, it's a, uh, it's a very, very thrilling experience. And uh, what else about the synapses? The the geological formations here, I mean the the karstic, the the limestone bedrock in which we are, is making easy on a very, very, very long time period, the formation of this famous synapses. Okay, it's a, like synapses have been created by the, what we call the dissolution of the, the limestone through the million years that the Yucatan have. Wow. I mean, just imagining this system of cenotes underground, interconnected, mm-hmm that you can tap into and then meet the salt water. Now, is that's what's happening at Cenote on Halita, right? Exactly, exactly, yes. For, right. uh, for people having, having experienced it, after like uh, 27 meters, let's say 
uh, 80 feet, whatever in, uh, in feet. Mm -hmm. You're not in the fresh water of the, of the rain anymore, but you, you get into the, the salted part of it. And it's, it's funny because for years, I had seen pictures of Cenote Angelita online by searching underwater river in Mexico mm -hmm. because there's like these branches at the bottom and it looks eerie and it looks like a river is underwater, so, but it's, but it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not an underwater river. I, I think, I think that we're on the same way. No, it's not. Right. It's a, um, for some of us, it's a bit spooky for some of us, it's a bit spooky for some of us. It's, it's kind of a new world of feeling yourself in a, in a kind of movie set horror movie set mm -hmm. a lot of i have a lot of people after the dive telling me that they felt in a in a star war movie or in a you know in a in a, in a horror movie and that's what makes it even more fantastic because i've been diving in the ocean obviously we never have in the ocean such you know uh, descriptions or such a uh, such a amazement from the customers it's super 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 different from whatever you've done and what makes Sinata diving for me even more interesting, I've been doing this for, let's say, five years almost. A lot of people are coming diving with us, never having experienced the Sinatis. And uh, I've seen a lot of people getting completely hooked and quitting diving in the, in the Caribbean or in the ocean. <laughs> it's not my duty, it's not my task, it's not my will, but it's very, very easy to convert you know, regular ocean divers to Senate divers. Well, <laughs> Sorry to say, no one, no one takes it bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not quitting ocean diving anytime soon, but I have to say the beauty of the cenotes, I mean, especially when the light rays yeah. come in and you're in this cavern and yes. you see the lights come in it is the most awe and just awe invoking it, experience it is incredible jaw-dropping makes your heart sing kind of experience it's a it's a spiritual it's a spiritual call whenever you're in you you, you feel first of all that you're small in this world you, you're just like a lifespan of 70 years whatever and knowing that this synergy has been waiting for you for angelita for example that the, the, the trees you mentioned, you know, the, the clouds we will talk about has been dated like 13,000, 14,000 years ago. What are you talking about? 13,000 years for human being is a long period but for the planet is just a glimpse of time. And just taking this in consideration, even during the dive at any moment of the day, you're like, well, enjoy the moment, save the moment and know that this moment is very, very, very unique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think many times people think, oh, when we travel to Mexico, it's just going to be crowded, people everywhere. But being in a cenote, it, you're not among the crowds, especially if you're diving in a cenote. Mm -hmm. It's not this crowded uh, Disney World experience. It is you're you're putting tanks on, you're going underwater you are leaving it, you're you're leaving that view from up above when you're in the ocean you can just look up and see that you can easily get out right there but the cenotes keep on they can keep on going for 
for a yes, long you time you could be in a cenote and uh, it is it's a whole nother experience when you're in the dark and you turn on the light it's a it's a whole other experience as you said uh, as well for the logistic of it you know we, we're not in the ocean we, we, we meet at the hotel we're having a ride for one hour in which we're explaining about the synapses the geology how they have been created how we have been formed how do we influence the local economy how they are sacred for the mayans and then you find yourself in the middle of the jungle with the birds with the animals sometimes we can spot monkeys and then you gear it up in the middle of the trees and the people are so, so amazed and so curious. Where do we dive? Where do we dive? Where is the cenote? And then when they see the cenote for the first time of my life, it's like, it doesn't look like the pictures. No, it doesn't look like the pictures <laughs> because they don't make justice. That's why you're here. <laughs> and uh, after having done the, the technical, the safety briefing, the security briefing, because we care safety first, of course, about the safety, we're getting in the cenote. And uh, I can tell for sure, like, like me, a lot of persons are completely, completely changing their perspective about diving and even vacation. I mean, people having dove the synopsis, they're like, okay, next year we know that we're going to come back again because we plan like to stay three days, three days is not enough. Next time, let's stay one week or whatever. And we have a, a lot of people coming and coming and coming again, collecting the synopsis. As you said, you've done this one, this one. Next time I want to do this one, this one, because we have a bunch of synopsis and people are like very, very eager to, to see all of them. So it's a kind of a bucket list. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about this list. Um, so I, I got to dive cenotes for a few days, but I I want to know what are your top four favorite cenotes to dive. You're asking to me as a full cave diver doing this every, 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 every day. The choice is very, very difficult for me, but I will do it for you. But I would like you to know that whenever, let's say that you come as a first experience in the synopsis, the first thing that I'm going to ask you is, how do you feel on the water? How many dives do you have? What's your certification level? Are you a bit apprehensive? Do you have a bit of fear? Do you have a bit of anxiety? Because it's not for everyone to be able to be relaxed, to be to feel like very, very comfortable in the other environment first. Okay, right. so we have like, we have kamikaze divers and we have people that are a bit like reticent. Mm -hmm. And a cenote that I may like, you may not like it. So that's why we have a ride for one hour in which I'm asking people, what do they like most? Some of them are coming for the lights. Some of them are coming for the thrill. Some of them are coming, you know, to experience the adventure of getting in a over the environment for 45 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever. And um, that's why I tried to, to, I've been working with the big shops mm -hmm. in which they don't really care or they don't take time to ask you what do you want to do, what do you mm -hmm. want to do and what mm -hmm. kind of dive do you like most? Okay, so that's the first thing that I do whenever I have someone on WhatsApp, on the phone. What do you want to do? What yeah. will you like? Have you ever seen pictures of Senatus? Yes. What did you like the most? They're going to tell you the lights. Okay, so let's go to the place where we have the lights. Oh, I've seen people with tanks getting in through, getting through very, very small passages. Okay, let's do this one. And I try to, to pick up my synthesis in function of the people I'm diving with. Sure. So it's very, very important for me. 
Well, let's let's do a little role playing here. I'm I'm well, going to tell you how I like to dive, and and I'm I want to hear your recommendations here. Okay, and then I I'll tell you what are my favorites. Okay, uh, okay, uh, sounds fun. I swear, I swear. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I like adventure. Okay. I like. I, I enjoy seeing the light rays come in. I think that's a magical spiritual experience. I'm very comfortable night diving, love being in the dark. Um, I embrace it. It doesn't give me anxiety. Um, am I wanting a place where I need to take off all my gear and fit it into a small space? No. Like, no, we don't do this. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm not. No, we don't do this. Yeah, but but I this. love the idea of going through like a new adventure and and going on a journey and experiencing the the architecture of the cave and seeing something I've never seen before. Okay, are you available tomorrow? <laughs> no. No, no but asking? maybe uh yeah, well, that, that, why? That, that, how do you that's ask? Very, that's very important because more than everyone here as a guide, and that's the way we are all the guides here working in Riviera Maya, the, 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 the summer is coming. I mean, you've been talking about the pits. Mm -hmm. The pit in January is not the pit in July. Uh-huh. The pit is not my first suggestion when I have someone talking about the lights when they're coming in, in January. So for me, being an engineer, Senator Diving is like engineering. It's a light engineering. It's to be at the right place at the right moment. So that's why I'm asking. We're, we're role playing, right? Right. If you want to dive and if you want to see this tomorrow, come and join me in Taj Mahal. Senator Taj Mahal is the most adventurous, the most thrilling, and the most, how to say, it's like watching a movie, you know. Chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, because we start in a very, very bright place where we have the light beams enchanting you and you're like, wow, it's a cathedral of light. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in a very, very like narrow tunnel bringing you to another place. Meanwhile, you have the yellow line and the blurriness of it. You're like, I better follow the guide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then reaching another room where you have the, you know, the rays of light hitting the surface with the diffraction effects where the, you know, the, the lights are not beams anymore, but are curtains of light. And seeing this under the water, being in the complete darkness is, is like, wow, I've never seen this before. And then going to another room where we pop up in a cenote. It's not the one that we have started telling the people that, wow, we got in a cenote and we got from another one. They're like, wow, we did it. We crossed the, the, the underground, we, we did it, okay? <laughs> and then, Ask them to equalize again before restarting the dive and getting in a place where you have, I don't know, the, the colors of the, the the nature through the surface, the colors of the lights, the yellow line, the blurriness of it, the feeling. Sometimes the water is salty, sometimes the water is fresh. You have to change your buoyancy control because the fresh and the salted water they don't have the same buoyancy. Obviously, for us, for us it's obvious, but you know, you may know it. Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't know it, but if no one tells you this. You, you will feel like struggling with the buoyancy. Even experienced people, they're like, wow, I, I, had a, I had a hard time with the buoyancy. Why? Because as well during the dive, the buoyancy control is changing. Mm -hmm. we're, talking to, we're talking to divers, so they're going to understand what I mean. And then after having done a 15-minute dive, you're like, wow, is it finished? <laughs> where, where, where do we go next? It's a, 
it's a you know what the most difficult thing and even for me every day is i think that we, we're missing words we we're missing like vocabulary to explain what we are experiencing because it's a it's not only lights it's a it's a even even now i can find the words to 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 make the the, the people listening us or maybe they're going to think that I'm crazy or my vocabulary is missing. But no, it's, uh, you, should, you should see it by your eyes. You should see it by your eyes. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a life-changing experience. It, it truly uh, is. This is not an everyday experience. I mean, maybe for you it is now, but... Still not. <laughs> still not. <laughs> still, still not. And that's what, what, what I'm saying. I missed diving in Taj Mahal. Why? Because we were in the winter, the lights were missing. And even our briefings are changing. So if you're going to the pit or if you're going Tajma in January, it's still beautiful. I'm not trying to compare or criticize or, you know, mm-hmm. to, but it's not the same. So mm-hmm. you, the other day, like two weeks ago, when the, the lights have started reappearing again in some places of Tajma, you could have seen me. You should have seen me on the road. I was, I was like shivering, and I was. I've seen people crying on this, on this, viewing, you know, seeing what happened, and they're like, "Wow, I've seen something. What was it? It was light. But how come the light gets in a dark place like this? And you know, you have like in the ceiling, you have a tiny holes that are allowing the beams of light getting in, and it's very, very spectacular. You can, you will see on the postcard, of course. I, I share a lot, a lot of pictures. Where we see this, uh, this uh, super super light. It's very very nice. Mm-hmm. So, so, what is your favorite cenote by season? Let's start with the summer. All right, okay? summer. The summer, um, being, I, I won't say an experience diver, being a guide. If you really like. The geology, if you really like the the history of the planet, if you really like the stalactites, the stalagmites, all the crystals, all the different shape, all the you know when you you know how to comment it as well. When you look around and you see a stalactite and you see that the stalactites have been growing for a million years, thousand years, whatever depends on the situation, and you know that the stalactite is growing like one centimeter every hundred years, hundred and fifty years, and you when you look around and you you have like tons and tons and tons of stalactite. For me, it's the most fascinating thing ever. Mm. Really feeling like uh, this planet was here like billion years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I like the most in summer, it's not, maybe you will expect me to say the pit, but it's a cenote that we call Dreamgate. Dreamgate is a cenote that is, to be honest with you, with for experienced people, for experienced divers that have a good trim, good buoyancy control, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be at all claustrophobic, okay? Because it's very, very dark. And it's the scenario in which we get very, very in the, in the narrow tunnels. We don't see the light for about 45 minutes. And for some of us, that may be something very, very you know, demanding and very, very new. But it, 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 it worth the 45 minutes in the darkness because Wherever you look, it's it's uh, it's miracles. And why during the um, the summer? Because the entrance and the exits of Dreamgate, whenever we still have the lights, are just like hypnotizing. 
hypnotizing. You just stay, you hover, diver's nose, and you can spend like seven minutes, eight minutes. It means like 10% of the dive, whatever, 5% on the dive, just looking at the exit. And you don't want to exit. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're, you're looking at your SPG and you're like, I want to stay. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very small cenote. It's a bit in the jungle. It's a, it's a quite a short ride, but very, very nice because you will feel as well that you're in, uh, off the beaten tracks. You know, it's, uh, you're not into any more uh, the Riviera Maya with all the fancy shops, all the, the, big, res- the, the big resorts. You're, you're really in the jungle and, and it's not a place that is very frequented. When, you're, when you get there, you're like, wow, this is a real experience. This is not something commercial. This is not, even though you know that a lot of people have done this before you, you still feel like, wow, I'm like an explorer and I'm going to discover something new. Dreamgate on my top list. All right. All right. That was, that was an amazing description. You can, fi- you can find the description on the link, uh, the Senator guy slash Dreamgate. You, you can read and have a lot of pictures. Okay. If, uh, if we have people uh, wondering what I'm talking about. Great. And I'll include that on the show notes on experiences that you should have podcast. Uh, so let's move into fall. Fall. It's a surprise maybe for uh, people listening to me and diving sonatas frequently. It's car wash. Car wash is a sonata that, that is near to Tuba, the to, sorry, to Tulum. It's not um, a place where you can have a lot of the experience of getting in a real cavern where you have a, a horrid environment during the world life, but it's much more like a pond, okay? And why I like the cenote more than the others in fall is that during the rainy season, let's say October, uh, August, September, October, whatever, the rainy season is like one month and a half here in Riviera Maya, and we have like showers, very, very heavy rains. Okay, like showers for one one hour, mm-hmm. and everywhere is like flooded. In a, in a in a couple of seconds, you can see that the the water is is swallowing the lands, mm-hmm. swallowing the. And then, because we have showers, uh, it's it's short, and the rest of the day is very very sunny still. So whenever we have heavy rain like this in the in the jungle in the vegetation, we have. Uh, an acid, a vegetal acid that we call the tannic acid, okay, that is in the in the leaves, in the roots, in the branches, in the vegetation, okay. And when we have these heavy showers, it's like the, the trees are literally washed from this acid, okay. This is a this is an acid as well that we use in the, in agriculture in in the, in the food industry. And when this tannic acid is leaking, is getting in the water of the cenotes, in the crystal clear water of the cenotes, this acid stays on the surface because it's a light acid. Okay, and the more this acid is concentrated, sorry for your passions, and the more this acid is getting red on the surface. So the water of the senators being blue in winter are getting like red, brown in this period of the year. Okay, and as it gets dissolved, this tannic acid is passing from red to brown, from brown to yellow, from yellow to green, and then dissolving, dissolving. It means that at certain time of the year, car wash, with the powerful light of the, the noon hitting the surface of the water, the, the light beams are broken, the diffraction effects, mm-hmm. and you can see the seven colors of the rainbow 
in the water. So it's like being in a place where you look up, the water is red, you look a bit like with a different angle, the water is orange. You look at the beam of your flashlight, your flashlight is yellow. It's wow, it's uh, being under drugs. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's don't you don't you censor it? It's like a, being under the effect of something completely different. It's a uh, it's a drug for me to be honest. Diving every day and every day make me an addict of sinatra diving, but it's something I can share pictures with you and I will. The, the color of the water is insane. It's uh, you are in a in a world where the colors are just you're in a rainbow. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. like it's not seeing the rainbow in the sky. It's being in the rainbow. Whenever you turn your head, you will see that the, the color of the water is changing. And being a pond and having a lot of light entrance, it's it's a magical place. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a magical place. How how come last year uh, we were in the COVID period still and. I remember having done eight days in a row the Sinote car wash. Yeah. People were like, ah, oh, I heard from my friend that the Sinote pit was very nice. No, sorry to say, shut up. Today we're going to car wash. <laughs> 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 and the, the people were like, I've never heard about it. You're sure? Oh, this guy is trying to, you know, trying to, no. And diving car wash, at the end of the day, they were like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. And, you know, you can, this way, convince the people that you really love what you do, and you know, sharing these moments with them it is making the experience even more like wow, incredible. Uh, that's that's what I like the most in the cinema. It's not driving on my own and enjoy the lights, but it's whenever, even through the, the mask, even through the rigs, you see that the the, the people of the the people expression changing and smiling and almost laughing, and you know, the the, the euphoria on their face. It's what I like the most. That's what I do. It's a car wash fall. It's my place to be. All it's right. a world-class dive. I love it. Okay, let's yeah. move on to winter. Winter. Winter, summer, fall, pit, doesn't matter. Sorry, spring, doesn't matter. Angelita. 365 days a year. <laughs> Angelita <laughs> is Angelita. Angelita is the place that... Doesn't matter if it's rainy, if it's cold, windy, it's Angelita. And what we like the most in Angelita is that it's a it's a this this the ability of the cenote to give to every kind of diver experienced new mm-hmm. uh, claustrophobic goosebumps mm-hmm. and fascination. When you get in the water and you don't know what to expect, you're like, wow, this place is just incredible it's an unforgettable experience the one you mentioned you know with the cloud and mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning of the podcast yes. where we yeah yes it's this... A, this one is the must angelita is one of my favorites this way that cenote was on my bucket list for a long time and that was the first cenote that i dove and it did not disappoint yeah, it's was truly um amazing and the, the words are missing the words are missing <laughs> <laughs> i'm challenging I'm, I'm challenging you <laughs> i know i know it, and it 
essentially just goes straight down and then straight back up. It, it's not the you're you're not lost in a tunnel underwater. It mm-hmm. you you go down, but and and what do you call is the halocline? Yeah, the halocline. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where the salt water meets the fresh water. It creates exactly. this cloud. And then you can go into it. And when you're in it, it feels like you're skydiving underwater in a cloud. Exactly. Exactly. It's, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the cloud for, for people listening to us is, is a kind of uh, dissolved gas that is in the water. And that is that thick at a certain depth that we have literally a carpet of um, of cotton, let's say, okay. And uh, when you get in, the, the the carpet of cotton is swallowing you, and all of a sudden, my diver has disappeared. Where are you? Where are you? I know that you're down. <laughs> I see your bubbles. It's it's very very interesting. It's a it's a weird feeling, and uh, as well, if if even even though you may be you may be ready for the moment, it's still that we can something that we can explain like hundred times. Uh-huh. You have to experience it and really see how how particular is it. It's a it's a very it's a very nice moment. It's a very very nice moment. It is, and it's. I remember it being a fairly very easy dive. It just felt. It didn't feel like it was a challenging technical dive. It, it is not challenging, not. But uh, I wouldn't dare. To be honest with you, I wouldn't dare doing Angelita with a freshly certified open water, uh-huh. not having experienced a night dive or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, different things even that we have in the ocean. And because it's a place where statistically, it's a, we have the probability of people freaking out. Not a life-threatening situation, but just, wow. It's, it's too much for me. I don't mm. like it. The, the cloud. Mm. We have too much parameters making the dive unsure and unsafe and un, unenjoyable. So that's why I rather dive with in Angeita with people I've been diving with before. Mm-hmm. And it's not the it's not the, the first scenario I would suggest to someone never having them diving the senators. Yeah. Okay. That's why. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to spring. Spring. The pit, finally. You, expect- <laughs> you, 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 you got me. Yeah, the pit. <laughs> uh, I, I got to um, be a mermaid in the pit. Yeah, the pit is. Uh, I understand what you mean. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's another place. It's a. It, it's a. It's a cathedral. It's a. It's a place where you. You are connected directly to another world. It's a place where for a 45 minute time, you're not here. You've just been traveled, traveling back and forth to the moon, to another planet, wherever you want. But it's th- this place doesn't belong to planet Earth. Okay. It's taking from you this 45 minutes where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm back. I'm, ba- I'm back to planet Earth. Mm-hmm. That's what I like the most. The pit itself is a very, very tiny cenote. Okay. It belongs to the system dosos. We're talking about the systems. Mm-hmm. The system dosos is the biggest in the world. We have for about 360 kilometers of calories accumulated. I think it's more or less 190 miles. I don't exactly miles. Sorry, my French. It's a 360 kilometers, whatever. <laughs> the, the, the biggest in the world. 
And um, it's a place where at certain period of the year, the light of the sun is having a, a, an angle that is almost perpendicular. It means that when you're in the dark part of the pit, in front of you, you're seeing the, how do you say, the, the, the keyboard of a piano. Mm -hmm. The light, the, the diffraction of the lights, the curtains of lights are just dancing. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a moment to say in the way that, wow, you will never, never, never see this again wherever you go in the world. You can go, you know, in the, in the north to see the, how do we call it? The Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. Yes. It, it, it's, it's different. You, you will not see the beauty of this place anywhere else in the world. It's copyrighted. It's the pit. <laughs> I've heard people telling how many dives do you have? I have 65 dives and the pits. Okay. And now you, you understand that. Well, <laughs> the pit is, <laughs> is, is, is not a dive. It's I have how many dives you have? 80 dives and the pits. And then you're like, wow, this guy is kidding. This guy is serious, but you understand what it means. Uh -huh. <laughs> what it means. Yeah. The it's a pit is amazing. It's amazing. It is stunning. You, when you turn around and you see those light rays, it's, it's, oh, it's life changing. Don't, it's life changing. It don't be don't be jealous. I did it yesterday. Ah, you! My a, goodness! <laughs> you got me. I got you now. Oh. <laughs> I, I've done it yesterday, and as I told you, we're freshly enjoying the, the new angles, and we're freshly enjoying the, this perpendicularity of the lights. Perpendicularity of the lights that is for us new in a way that we were missing it. And uh, I had a special request of someone willing to make the dive private. And I say, okay, let's do it. And I gave to this guy, uh, I hope he's going to listen to us. I was like, let's do it differently without worrying about the deco instead of diving with an 80 CC. Mm -hmm. I give him a hundred CC. It means like 25% more of orgasmic dive. <laughs> we, stood, <laughs> we, we, we stood for about one hour in the pit. And uh, after having done the, the regular you know, circuit of it, we were just hovering and waiting for our tanks to finish. It's a, it's a moment in which I guess I was more, I was even happier than he was. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's different. Well, I, I went and dove. This was, it was really, this trip was amazing for me when I went. It was the first trip I took away from my daughter after she was born. And, and so that was just a, a weird change to be able to leave your baby and just take a trip to see something new. And, and I went and dove the cenotes with some friends and my husband and, just to be taken into this experience and see these light rays and see the world from a new perspective. I, it, I, I just can't, it was just, it was amazing. It was amazing. And then afterwards, me and a girlfriend put on mermaid tails mm -hmm. and, um, and our friend is a fencer. So he brought us, um, like fencing swords 
And so we did like mermaids fencing underwater in the pit. I I don't know. It was fun. It was just a day of fun. And I feel like it's it's those moments in life are the ones that really just stick out. That you know, just those days that you will never forget. And that that's exactly. a day I will never forget. Exactly. And it's uh I, I know it because I know the power of this. Interface. I know the, the power it had on me changing my life. And I, I've seen a lot of people that have been completely converted, diving in the synthesis, changing their life, coming in the Riviera Maya, doing their full cave diving certification and so on. It's, it's, it has a seal, boom, it's a seal. Pit is a unique moment in your life that you will never, never forget, never. Yeah, wow. Well, let's get to some logistics here. Yes. Uh, yeah. So let's let's tell our listeners where is Riviera Maya and how how do you get there to come dive the cenotes? Riviera Maya is um, is um, it's not a region officially. It's a it's a place that is known as being uh, the let's say the north east coast of Yucatan, okay. from Can- Cancun up to technically uh, Chetumal. That is the southeast city uh, in Yucatan. It's the, the beachfront. Mm-hmm. I mean, where you have the, 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 the white sands, where you have the jungle connected directly to the ocean, where we have no mountains, we have the mangrove. It's a, it's a super, super, super welcoming, um, let's say, beach because all the way for about 200 kilometers, we have the beach welcoming millions and millions and millions of tourists every year. So it's mostly when you think about the Riviera Maya, it's Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Tulum, let's say, and mm-hmm. small cities, tiny towns between. Okay, how to get it? The easiest and fastest way, especially from the States, is uh, Cancun. Cancun is one of the, the biggest airports in the world, I guess. I mean, at least of uh, South America. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the logistic is very, very easy. It's, um, it's, it's from Cancun. Right. And what are the current um, COVID-19 restrictions there? We are recording this in essentially almost April of 2021. Mm-hmm. It's um, I'm not into politics. I'm not an official health agent. Sure. But it's a, uh, it's a uh, the COVID, the, the the trend, the the nowadays the past like few weeks is that COVID doesn't exist in Mexico. The people <laughs> coming here, <laughs> they're like, okay, we're in Mexico, we're safe. <laughs> in the way that uh, it's um. People struggling in the States, people being under very, very hard restrictions, people being under a very, very hard, uh, you know, um, way of living that we, not one of us is very, very used to. Uh, coming in Mexico, they can feel the freedom of doing things that we've not been doing for one year, things that mm-hmm. we, we miss. And we have this, uh, this nostalgia that we see in people's coming in Riviera Maya. Okay, we wear the mask, yes. We keep the social distance, yes. The restaurants have some rules and very strict rules to respect, yes. 
but it's different in the way that um, the mindset is different. The, the restrictions are here, but they are light. I mean, it's much more, it's much more for respect that you're wearing a mask than because it's a restriction and you get, you will get caught and, and, you know, you will have like a severe museum finding yourself in, in the jail. I, I'm a bit exaggerating, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's easy. Mm-hmm. For me, on a daily basis, I'm wearing my mask every day, especially when I meet the people in the morning. I do not shake hands in my car. I have the, the gel. I have, you know, the air sanitizer. Mm-hmm. We try to keep the social distance. Back in time, I was diving with only and only two people to make it even more like credible. But now, no one is wearing the mask in my car. And if no one wear the mask, there's no, there's no sense for me to wear it as well. But sometimes we have people very, very keen on keeping the mask. I keep my mask. It's the same everywhere. You have the freedom to choose whether yes or no, you want to have the mask or you want to follow the rules that are not uh, dictated. Okay. The hotel capacities are somewhat limited still by the, the Secretary of Health, you know, the, the institutions. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's uh, let's say that the, the COVID period in, in people's mind is over. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making <laughs> friends or making enemies. All right. All right. <laughs> Well, let's let's just see. Uh, well, let's talk about skills and certifications needed to dive the cenotes. Okay, just before this, it's something that we are uh, again something in in which we're let's say fighting every day. It's mm-hmm. when you talk about the cenotes, people are thinking about very very dark places, very very confined places, place where you can get stopped, place where you can die, whatever. There is a um, there is something that is that I would like to mention if 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 if, if you if you let yeah. me two minutes. Yeah. What I do, what we do, is it's cavern diving. We have cavern diving and cave diving, two activities that we are practicing in the synopsis. Cavern diving is only and only for recreational divers, people with open water advanced rescue certification, mostly for people doing this for vacation, like you did once upon a time. Okay, yeah. and we have something that we call cave diving. Cave diving is something more serious, something that needs a lot of certification, a lot of time, a lot of involvement, and you should have the full cave diving certification to, pre- to get in the cave. Okay, in fact, the cavern is the entrance of the cave. So for people listening to us, don't be afraid about getting stuck. Don't be afraid about getting in a place where you will not see anything. It's cavern diving. It's safe in the way that we have a lot of rules. The standards are very, very high. Okay, we have three rules that we respect during the world life. First of all, you should be certified. Open water is welcome to dive with us. And then, depends on your skill, depends on your level, we may suggest different synapses. Okay, but three rules, three specs. During the wall dive, you will be able by yourself to see where is the light, where is the exit, where is the natural light of the sun. We never bring our place, we never bring our divers in places where they get to be disoriented and not being able to see where is the exit. Okay, diving in the synapses is all about prevention. Let's say that something happens to the guide during the dive. At any moment with your open water skills, you'll be able to leave to quit the environment. Okay, that's very, very important to know. That's what we call the daylight limit. The second rule, any question? No? No, no questions. Okay. The second rule is the one that we call the penetration limit, telling us that at any moment of the dive, we're never, never further than 60 meters, 200 feet from the nearest practicable exit. It means that. It can happen. It's all about prevention. If we have an issue with you, we're able to quit the environment within 60 meters. Okay. For the descenters that we have mentioned, most of them are even, even, even more like easy in the way that the, the exit 
the imminent exit is like 25 meters away, 75 feet away from you. Okay, so whenever you're combining the first and the second rule, I see that the exit is this way, and I know that I'm not very, very, very far away from the exit. It's supposed to give you more confidence to enjoy your dive without worrying about where do we go, where it's getting dark, it's getting tight, whatever. Okay, and the last rule, it's the one that we call the restriction rule, telling us that we're not allowed during a cavern dive to get in places where you may find yourself confined, where you may find yourself in a very, very narrow place. We don't practice tunnels. We don't practice very, very small places. We always staying within big rooms, big chambers, big passages, big galleries. And during the dive, at any moment, you feel yourself in a very, very, very tight place. Okay, we don't do this. So it was, I think, to mention, uh, cavern diving is very safe, it's very secure, it's very regulated. And uh, it's an activity in which we, we have, let's say, no accidents since 2016. Fantastic. That's yeah. absolutely fantastic. Now, how would someone... The skills. <laughs> oh, yes. The skills. Uh, you have to have a good buoyancy control. Uh-huh. If you want to do the dream gate, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But let's say that you're a freshly certified open water divers and you may have to practice a bit your buoyancy. We have a lot of synapses in which you can, having less than 10 dives, enjoy your time without worrying with your mm -hmm. skills, okay? The buoyancy control is uh, needed. A good trim is required. The good trim is, you know, is the, the horizontal position the diver has. And uh, that's it. It's uh, not very, very, it's not a challenging dive for, uh, I mean, someone diving in the ocean, having like 10 dives, 15 dives in the ocean, the synopsis is uh, it's the, 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 the cherry on the, mm -hmm. on the, on the cake. It's uh, super easy. We're not very, very, very exigent on divers' skills. Mm -hmm. We okay. adapt. We adapt the environment or the scenery mm -hmm. to our divers anyway. So, what about uh, maybe divers with limited mobility um, or adaptive divers? Can they come dive the cenotes if they're certified? Yes, if they are certified, yes. Um, fortunately, most of the cenotes are. Uh, are arranged this way. So we have like platforms, we have like, um, how to say, uh, places for um, people with a limited, how do you say in French, limited? Um, limited mobility? Limited mobility, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we can do. For myself, whenever I have someone with uh, this limited mobility, I rather automatically suggest the to do a private dive. Uh -huh. It's uh, on one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, you should know that diving is limited to four persons per guide. Okay, in the ocean, we can take up to seven, eight persons as instructors, as guides, as dive masters, but the synapses is limited to four for the safety and for the comfort of the divers. But whenever people with uh, limited mobility, that's my my opinion, that's my the way I do it. Yeah. Being the, the synapse guy, I, I, I make the dive private. So we, we have as well the, the certification for it. You know, mm -hmm. we have a, a special requirement that we have. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yes, they're, they're more than welcome. Now, how would someone book you as a guide? Um, I have a website. And I decided like years ago, when uh, doing this project, to be an a a online shop. I don't have a, a physical shop. I don't have a, a place where you can visit me. I don't have a place where you can sit and fill your paper. The contact is done by WhatsApp. 
the contact is done by phone, the contact is done by via the, the online uh, website, you know, you can directly book. I try to make it as easy as I can. You can reach me by messenger. The approach that I want to create with the people is, you know, contacting a friend. I'm going to Riviera Alemania, ah, WhatsApp. And mm -hmm. getting in WhatsApp, you, you have this, you know, you know the, the distance broken. Mm -hmm. Hi, hi, I want to back tomorrow. Okay, what's your certification? Okay, let's do it. We don't have something formal. We don't have like papers to fill. We don't have like, you know, this, uh, this, uh, it's like ordering pizza. It's okay, mm -hmm. vamos. Right. Okay. And uh, once the, the, the contact is established, we have an online uh, waiver that is filled. I'm obviously checking that all my drivers are certified and they have their certification with them, or they can at least send me a picture of it. Mm -hmm. And then once the, the, the logistic is established, we go diving. All right. And yeah. that's the cenoteguy.com. For our listeners yes. so go go to the cenoteguy.com and book your amazing cenote trip okay but let's talk costs how much does it cost to to go dive the cenotes with you the cost the more i dive the more i'm happy keeping my price high i'm going to make me dive less so I try to have a politic in which the, the prices are reachable, affordable. Uh -huh. uh, I'm including the gear in the service. That is very important for me, I guess, because uh -huh. you know people, it's very, very hard to, 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 to travel with all your gear. And sometimes people are not expecting to dive and they're finding yourself in Riviera Maya and they know that, and they learn that diving is something amazing here. So the, the, the gear are included. And what I've decided to do, it's a, an approach that is a bit different from the other shops is that I have a price for my service, including the guidance, the gear, the logistics, the transport, the food, the lunch, and everything. But you pay for the entrance of the cenote, knowing that the cenotes are privately owned, and each cenote has its own price. So I'm not doing a packet, a package in which the cenote price is included. I am like, okay, you're ready to pay that much for my service? You want to do the pit? Ah, the pit is a bit more expensive than Angelita, let's say, an example. Yeah. And if you really if you really want to do the pit, so you will have to pay the difference, making the the price, uh, my price, the, the service price is independent from the cemetery that you may choose. Uh -huh. so, and what's your price? Sorry? And what's your price? It's a, it, it's a, it's a base of 120 US, okay. including everything from yeah. Playa del Carmen or for two. Okay, and it's for a couple of dives, two dives. Beautiful. Two dives of uh, 45 minutes okay. minimum each. All right. And what is the tipping policy or tipping, not policy, but what's the average Ooh. tip that people tip? I was not expecting this one. Mm -hmm. uh, critical. <laughs> it's a uh, 10%, 20 20%. I mean, the... The biggest tip is your smile on the face. At the end of the day. Oh, right. Well, that's that's the best uh, gratification ever. Uh, beautiful. No, no, knowing that you're happy is the best tip ever. And now for our listeners, there might be some non-divers um, and maybe they're going to be in the area and they want to snorkel some cenotes. Do you have any recommendations? Yes, I have recommendations. I have a lot of calls being the cenote guy. 
people are thinking that I'm an expert in everything. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I like to I like to help. We have a Cenote dos Santos, that is world famous. <clears throat> that is a big where the the swimming area, the snorkeling area is huge. That is uh, once again very very accessible for everyone, even with people that with limited mobility, and um, it's a place where the logistic as well is easy. Okay, it's dosos. You will hear it anyway when you when you when you come here. Mm-hmm. We have Senate Eden that is closer to Playa del Carmen. That is super nice, mm-hmm. super welcoming. Where you're in the jungle, listening to the birds, uh, swimming with the turtles where the, the water is fresh. It's like 78, 77 uh, Fahrenheit. So it's no cold nor warm. It's uh, perfect for the, the jungle and to refresh. And we have Sinote, a Grand Sinote that is mm-hmm. closer to Tulum. That is a place only and only for snorkers. We don't dive there. We don't cavern dive there. We don't cave dive there. It's a Grand Sinote is exclusively for snorkers and swimmers. Wow. Yeah, I, I dove. I dove it back in 2015 or 2016, but I guess mm-hmm. people aren't diving it anymore. Grand Sinete? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, Grand Sinete is not a diveable anymore. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. You are a wealth of information here. This has truly been amazing. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to our listeners before we go? Thank you very much. Um, you should do it. It's uh, coming to Riviera Maya, snorkeling, diving, swimming, or just, you know, just walking by is the, the, the most uh, spectacular thing that you can do. It's where you really feel that you're in contact with the jungle, with the nature. It's, that's what made me falling in love with Mexico. I'm living for the synthesis. I'm living for the synthesis. It's, uh, it's, it, it became my office, I'm proud mm-hmm. to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's very, very nice. Yeah. I mean, don't you come, don't you come to Playa del Carmen, Tulum, Rivera Maya without spending at least one day, one day, two days in the synthesis. It's, it's very, very nice. I will, I will be back. I promise. I promise. Yes, 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 yes. I know <laughs> that you will be back. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, truly, thank you for your time today. This is you're welcome. It's a pleasure. Been amazing, and hopefully, I will see you in a cenote later this year or next. Let's do drink it together. Okay, that sounds okay. Deal. You're my guests. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have. I hope this episode has inspired you to go and explore underground in the cenotes. So please check out Iden's site, thecenoteguy.com. You can hit him up on WhatsApp. His information is there. I also link to it in the show notes on experiences you should have if you want to book a private diving experience of the cenotes. This will be an experience you will never forget. It's one of those experiences that you can just go back to in your mind and replay And I don't know. I mean, I still think about those moments being inside the pit and watching the light rays come down and just having this moment of peace in this underwater cavern. 
And it, it really is life-changing. Seriously. I, I know people are starting to book some travel now. We're thinking about the future. Add this to your bucket list. Um, especially if you are a diver and love new experiences. This will not disappoint. So thank you for listening. If you love this show, please review us on Apple Podcasts of five stars, please. And if you love diving, we have so many diving episodes on this podcast. I love everything about the water, uh, whether your jam is being with um, thousands of mobular rays or blackwater diving or diving with tiger sharks or or wreck, or wreck diving in Vanuatu. There's the SS President Coolidge that we discuss on that interview. We have Diving the Galapagos. We have a plethora of diving episodes as I love, I love diving. And we also have skydiving if you want to um, leave a plane or a hot air balloon or skydive Everest. We've got you. But maybe you're a trekker and you're into hiking. Go check out the Appalachian Trail episode or hiking the Te Araroa in New Zealand. Uh, We have you covered here. Check it out for unique, amazing experiences around the world. Thanks again for listening and until our next adventure.